Hey, More Than 5% fam, welcome back to another episode. This week, we go into part two of our conversation with Marika Lissick. If you haven't listened to part one, go back and check that one out. Uh, this conversation is about her love for baseball, her being a part of the All-Star Game in Los Angeles, as well as the World Series, and just some fun stuff at the end. So if you haven't checked out part one, do that now. And thanks for listening. Keep pushing the 5%. This is More Than 5%, a podcast dedicated to covering the stories of women in sports. Whatever the sport, whatever the role, everyone is welcome. Now, let's join our hosts, Zoe Hicks and Carly Jackson, for a weekly conversation with women who inspire. All right, all right. Your passion is so incredibly obvious, not only from this conversation, but I mean, I've seen it over the years, but... Um, I think it's really shining in this conversation. So really tell us about what made you fall in love with the game. Gosh, see, that's like the hardest question. And I get asked this question every single time. And I always say it's like from when you're younger playing sports, you always tend to like the sports that you're a little bit better at. Like I wasn't that great at soccer, so I didn't like it because I feel like I didn't have that much success in it. And it was like, well, this is fun for now, but it's not going to go anywhere. So it's just fun when you're successful. Like anyone can say like when you have success in something, it makes you feel good about yourself. And that's what I think gave me the love of baseball. And I just love how much opportunity you have to better yourself. You can never know everything. You know what I mean? That's the coolest thing. I feel like I learned something new every single day that I didn't know the day before. So I feel like that's why And there's so many different positions and you can switch positions. You can you can hit, you can not hit, you can pitch, you can catch. Like there's just so many options. And I think that's why I like it the most. Mm -hmm. I love that. So when things get tough, right? So you kind of have shared some of your experiences this fall and a little bit of questioning, um, all kinds of different stuff. So when things get tough, what do you remember or what do you look to mentally about baseball when you're thinking, ah, oh, maybe, maybe it's time to hang them up. Like what is that feeling that lights the fire in your chest to keep you going? Well, I don't like, I honestly don't talk about it all that much, mm -hmm. but when I was younger, like, like I always say like the eighth and seventh grade was like the hardest, hardest time for me. And I remember like at that time, like I got spit on, I got thrown into a fence by one of my teammates. I literally had the whole team at one point was not talking to me because, you know, like if you talk to her, you like her. And I remember one guy coming up to me and he was like the last one left that talked to me and we were catching and he was like, Hey, Marika, I just want to let you know that I really like you and I think you're cool, but I can't talk to you anymore because everybody's making fun of me. So like, I always think about back to like the times where like I had like my lowest, I thought in baseball and like I hated baseball. Like I didn't love it anymore. I lost the passion for the game. And I always think about like the reason why I started and like the highs, because it's always like a high, high and low, low in life. And I think it's cool because I'm really big. I, I mean, I watch a lot of podcasts and somebody somebody who's an actor, I can't exactly remember who it was. And he was talking to like a therapist about stuff. And he's like, you know, I just wish every moment in my life wasn't so like either low, low or like high, high. I just wanted to flatline. And he's like, that's the crazy thing about life. Like your life has to spike and like go up and down. It's like your heartbeat. 
in order to keep moving, you need the ebbs and flows in life. And there has to be some disappointments and there has to be some success to keep going. Instead of like one straight line across where you plateau all the time, it just doesn't make sense, right? So it's like, for me, I remember to the times that like, I got bullied playing baseball, which I don't talk about a lot because I never want to discourage little girls that might have these things happen to them or even teenage girls or college girls or anything that happens. So I look back to those times, like remember why I started and like the purpose and like how much opportunity like the sport has given me to make a difference, not only in the world of sports, but in the world in general with equity and gender and all those good things. Yeah. And I keep hearing this belief in yourself, like even through the lows and, and through the highs too. And I'm like, I'm loving it. I'm just loving this message that you're sending and this energy you're you're exerting. This is awesome. And the thing is, is like, there's always points in, I think, everyone's life where they doubt themselves. Like, I would have to say, like, I was at my all-time lowest last year when I had just had shoulder surgery. Um, I was transferring. I had zero offers. I was like, man, like, this is tough. Like, this could be the end for me. And just remembering that, like, I'll come out on the other side. And, like, we talked about that earlier about different opportunities. Because when I first committed to play college, I was about to commit to a junior college. And it fell through the week before I graduated high school like I had nowhere to go and if you had told me like I would be playing division two now like I would have never have believed you because I thought that was the end for me so it's Mm -hmm. like there's never really like a bottom like Mm -hmm. it can either go down or go up so it's like you'll find your way if that's what you're like meant to be and so it's like it's so cool to see like you guys too now like following your dreams playing hockey like starting a podcast Zoe now coaching and like taking on new challenges so I think it's cool because it will always lead you to success especially when you're following your dreams Very well oh, absolutely said. yes okay my favorite part um we've talked about lows and highs um a very large high came this past year when you were on field for the MLB all-star game in 2022 at Dodger Stadium, I will add. So that's why it's my favorite part. Because I've never been to Dodger Stadium. But people talk about it like it's Disneyland, right? Around here. It's like, when you get to go to Dodger Stadium, I'm like, I just, you're, someone said You've me. made it. Exactly. Made it. Right? So, like, can you kind of tell us a little bit about your experience there? Kind of what you did, what you saw, who you hung out with? Like, didn't you take a TikTok with Aaron Judge? Like, those types of things. Can you kind of just, like overview that whole thing for our listeners absolutely absolutely well first off I never thought at the age of 21 I'd be working for major league baseball so crazy I mean I wanted to do it my whole life but I thought it'd be like when I was 30 um, and I'd be lucky to get there and being able to go to LA that was my first time going to Dodger Stadium as well so I'm so excited for you to eventually go if you go up to the nosebleeds it will take you eight years to get to the top so just never go there I walked forever but honestly it was such a cool experience being able to go on a go on the field and like meet all these amazing players that have such a good reputation and actually genuinely like talk to them and it's like oh these people are just like normal people with like an abnormal talent level like it's so cool because I feel like modern day media alienates these people right and it's like now I've met quite a few players and it's like no they're super cool and like you can talk to them and have a normal conversation with them if you just talk to them like and not act like a fan and that was the hardest part for me is like with our job it was like you couldn't really take photos and you couldn't really ask personal things per se like you're not asking for signatures and what that not so especially they don't love the media no baseball player really loves the media so it was cool to like get a chance to like 
do fun things with them because they were so used to like getting the same questions like how do you, how does it feel being at the all-star game instead of being like what do you like like spits or bubble gum like what's your choice so, like taking a play and like bringing the fun back into baseball and when I met Aaron Judge like this was honestly like the funniest thing ever because we were at the red carpet which was so crazy like being so close to all those guys and it was so hot that day like I was just miserably like hot and burnt and it was just like so hot I was like LA in the summer and nobody was stopping by like our booth because the media is crazy like they will cut you off they will move in your spot and they will take the spotlight out of you and like the only stop for like a certain amount of people so by the end they like stopped stopping by us so I was like okay this this is over like I'm just gonna go to the draft later and like I'm gonna go back to the hotel but because we were all staying at the same hotel back to the hotel from like where the red carpet um was um and I was walking in there and okay, this is hilarious because food caught my eye. It was like a plateau of food. It was like everything. And so it was like, it was like free gelato. And I was like, oh my God, free gelato. I'm cashing in right now. Like this is it. And so I get my free scoop of gelato and I'm standing there and somebody goes, oh, where'd you get that? And I, and I look up and it's Aaron Judge. Like he is literally, and I'm like, knee deep in the gelato like it is melted it's in my mouth and I'm like oh my god this guy is like literally the goat of baseball and like this is happening right now like this I'm literally eating gelato like that is so embarrassing like I'm scouring the buffet and this man caught me man that is hilarious hilarious. (laughs) gelato Aaron Judge right there he was just there and I was like oh my god can I please get a photo like normally we can't really do it so I like took my credentials off and I was like please can I get a photo mm-hmm. <laughs> and, like I just knew I had to do it like at there's some points like everybody has their one weakness but it was like those certain players I was like I'm gonna capitalize on and it was even the coolest moment because I saw Alex is it Manoa yeah yeah so he um I saw him on the field and he like said hi to me and he was just like, started talking to me like it was super random um like the other ones like I literally had Garrett Cole like tap me on the shoulder and he was like hey and I was like oh hey like I realized if you stood by the turtle and like that's where the players were hanging out like they'll talk to you especially during like all-star week when it's like such a fun time world series was a little different because everyone was like super locked in but I saw him on the field I saw Alex on the field and then I saw him um, when he came off the red carpet, and he was like, hey, you're the girl from Vancouver. Because I had told him, I was like, you, because he had played the Canadians at the time. Like, I had watched a few Canadians games for Vancouver because he was Toronto. And the fact that, like, he remembered me, I was like, oh, my God. He remembers me? Like, this is so crazy to me. Like, it's just like a, a, a thing that, like, came back to me. Or, like, even walking around the stadium and, like, having people be like, oh, you, like, you do TikTok. And I'm like, you know who I am like I would really consider myself like niche micro celebrity to the right people like the right group of people would have to be there to like know who I am so like the fact that people like knew who I was sometimes and like came up to me like it was just um, the most mind-boggling experience ever yeah and you you get to play catch on the same field as those guys like that's I would I would just I would just like pack it in at that point like I'm playing catch on the all-star game fields i'm good like i'm chilling like that's <laughs> it die happy like you know what i mean like how like where do you go from here you know what i'm saying like you said you wanted to be involved in major league baseball obviously you have a college career to finish out but like what are your goals as far as you know with creating content with tiktok with you know maybe mlb broadcasting what kind of areas do you want to go in there 
so my goal is to do broadcasting and like on-field commentating and like that's my main goal and the coolest part was that like at the world series and all-star week i had an opportunity to collab with t-mobile to do on-field commentating which was so crazy to me because it's like what i'm studying like what i want to do so it's really cool right now especially like going to these events and like forging these relationships with these guys because it's like now it's like the next time i go to an event i can be like oh i know you like we had an interview and it wasn't that bad like I didn't like grill you over the coals and like but of course like at the same time like it was terrifying I haven't learned how to broadcast I haven't learned how to do on-field commentating and interviewing so it's like I'm guessing and it's like certain things you shouldn't say certain things you can't really you don't want yes or no questions so it's it's fun because like by the end of like I feel like I started the world series and like a kind of struggled and then by the end I was like oh I know exactly what I'm gonna say but it's like a lot of the times like at the world series i struggled because the players that you can talk to are players like the utility players and like a lot of guys you might not know on the team if you don't like follow them and it's like it's like his name is marcelo and his dog is named mauricio and then it's like hopefully you don't call his, him his dog's name and like on national television like that was my worst fear so it's like it's interesting to like learn and fail and like do it though in front of like a bigger scale like terrifying like literally terrifying because these guys are like you're taking their time and I'm like oh my god can I take your time thank you <laughs> like, it's so crazy to me that's wild that's wild like I don't even I I'm out I'm out like thank you no. for coming on our podcast like I See? don't know what how what, what the, like I was stressed starting this podcast because I was like, this is my voice. Like, if I say something wrong and it's going to be on the internet forever and, like, what if I suck and what if people think I'm terrible and blah, blah, blah. We, like, I'm I'm not going to say that our podcast is big. Like, we do this because we love it and, like, we want to get these stories out there and hopefully, you know, someday, whatever. But, like... So we'll cancel that, you someday. Is yeah, it, no, I'm cancel, probably... It means you've made it. Like, if you can probably, cancel, you've made it. Probably, you know what I mean? Like, those little things of, like, you always have those nerves, you always have. And then now I hop on this and I'm like, yeah, let's just bang out a podcast. We'll be fine. Like, hi, welcome to, you know what I mean? So just doing those things over and over again, like, coming from sports, I feel like a jock when I say, like, oh, it's all reps. Like, it's very similar to sports. Like, the more you take ground balls, the better you're going to be at it, right? The more you do on-field interviews, the better you're going to be at it. Like, the more you're able to just, like, bullshit questions, like, off the top of the dome, like, the better you're going to be at it. So, like, now, you know, I feel like I'm a good podcaster to a degree. Nobody come for me. I think you guys Not are that. great. I think you guys are great. If you have any negative feedback, put it on Yelp. Zero stars. <laughs> trash pod. Uh, but you know what I mean though? Like, like the more you do it, the more you put yourself in those uncomfortable positions, the better. Uncomfortable is good in no, a lot of senses. That's true. That's so but it's, true. It's when you're good uncomfortable, in a lot it means of ways. you're learning something. Yeah, you're growing, no. right? Like there was a lot of times where like I'm at work and I'm like, oh, I really want to be in that meeting. But the uncomfortable looks when I walk in the door, like, you know, the meeting's already started. Like I feel like I want to put myself in that position. I want to show up to the infield. I want to show up to the outfield. I want to show up with these guys and like maybe, you know, now I feel uncomfortable. Two days from now, I feel fine. Three weeks from now, I can do it by myself. Those types of situations. Um, See, and I have, like, I am, like, actually so proud of you for coaching because I don't think I could ever do it because, like, to have the authority to tell a major league player, hey, your swing's wrong, like, I could never. Like, I feel like I'm telling, when I tell nine-year-olds that they're doing it wrong, I'm like, oh, I, what do I know? I'm like, That oh, parent is going to be pissed. That parent is going to come for your <laughs> life. That happens every day at work because I'm like, I'm like, I notice things with swings because I've been studying swings like a pretty decent amount for the past year of like, I need to learn. I need to learn. What do we look for? What do the Dodgers want in swings? Blah, blah, blah. And so I'll look at a major league swing and I like notice things and I like listen to conversations. I'm like, okay, they're not getting what I'm getting. 
should I mention it? Do I leave it? Do I say something? Do I not say something? Like, could it be helpful? But at the end of the day, like, the more eyes on something, the better. So I always feel like I'm like, hey, I should, I should say something, even if I'm dead wrong, right? And that's the culture that I think you should strive to have is, like, the ability to be dead wrong, to voice your opinions, and not be judged for it. Like, in workplace, in a team, in any type of situation of, like, okay, I can, you know, be 100% me all the time. If I'm wrong, we move on from it, we grow. If I'm right, we move on from it, we grow. Like, it's always the same, right? There's no ridicule. There's no, like, oh, that was the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Like, I never find that, and I never want to find that because, like, the ability for your mind to just, like, go in different directions and just kind of see what comes of it I think is is the key to, like, innovating in sports right now. Uh, that went like so much deeper than I wanted it to. <laughs> no, but that's great. No, it's so true though. I agree. That was really well said. Thanks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now that we've kind of gone off the deep end, right? Talked about college, talked about baseball. Um, now we want to talk about you. Like, who are you, Marika? Like the person outside of baseball, outside of anything else? Like what kind of values do you hold dear? Who are you? Kind of what's important to you? Kind of give us the rundown of like, this is me. These are my viewpoints. Gosh, viewpoints. We'll start like a few things. Like if people didn't know me or like when they know me, like surface level, I would say from like social media and stuff. Um, I have a gecko. He's very near and dear to my heart. His name is Wilson after my Wilson A2000, the first glove I ever had. So that's something nobody would know about me. Outside of baseball, I like have a passion for like singing and playing guitar. That's like what I do. But like, I don't, it's like weird for me because it's like, my past identity it's like what I did growing up that I was like known for and then like I made this like big switch to baseball and then it's like people in my town would be like oh you won Dallas Idol in like 2015 and I'm like oh my god I'm so embarrassed like there's still YouTube videos in there for anybody who's like listening to this right now please don't go watch my singing YouTube videos they're literally atrocious like I hope those like fall off the face of the earth um, I did not even oh, know that don't. oh my god I'm totally gonna I'm gonna link it underneath this video on YouTube please if don't, you're watching oh god, this video like... and watch it I linked it underneath it's so bad like it's actually so bad like it makes me cringe it's like the one part of my life I wish I could hide I never thought I would have a job as TikTok because I started as like I used to make fun of people who did TikTok I was like that's so cringy could never be me and then I'm like oh my god my literal job is I'm a TikToker now this is so embarrassing but like I grew up wanting to be a YouTuber so like I feel like this is like natural the new natural the new progression yeah thanks for listening to this week's pod follow us on social media at more than five PCT and keep pushing women's sports forward bye